across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. All right, we're going to do a conversation with the Financial Intelligence Center in a few minutes. We don't get to speak to them very often, but they play such a crucial role in monitoring the way that money moves. I need to remember that story when the Guptas took 7 billion rand out of the country. It's them that would sort of know that. So how does it work? We'll talk about that. And there's a story around cars actually quite interesting. How people who are trying to move money or hide money are using cars to do it. And they use car dealerships. So there's a sort of warning for car dealerships there, which I think could be quite important. So we'll talk about that in the next little while as well. But the real story, of course, is around what's happening uh, with the cholera. And that's what we need to focus on in the next little while. So we'll try and focus on that once our guests are absolutely ready for that conversation, to try and continue that conversation for you. You heard from the city of Tswane a few moments ago that uh, the number of people who've passed away has now risen to 12. And you ask yourself, how did this happen that we've now got to 12 people who've passed away as a result of a cholera outbreak through water systems that have been working for a very, very long time? So, yeah, very difficult situation developing there. And let's uh, see what we can find out. So, confirmation now in the last few minutes that 12 people have died. Uh, it's been described as a gastrointestinal disease from drinking water. Well, it's not drinking water. You mustn't drink it in Hamanskral. But the city of Tswane warning people not to drink the water that comes from your taps there. Use the water from tankers which are being supplied to these areas. The disease gives you cramps. If you have to go to the toilet all the time and you vomit, if you have those symptoms, don't wait. Go to the hospital now. Dr. Juno Thomas is the head of the Center for Enteric Diseases at the National Institute of Communicable Diseases. Dr. Thomas Good morning and thanks for your time. Good morning. Good morning, Dr. Thomas. You're on the radio. Thank you for your time this morning. Can we presume that what's happening in Hamanskral is actually cholera? I think it's fairly safe to presume that it is cholera. So although not all cases uh, with diarrhea that have presented at Jubilee Hospital have been tested so far, we know that we have at least 23 cases of confirmed cholera in the Hammanskral area. So I think uh, it's safe to assume at, at the moment that the outbreak is predominantly cholera. There may be cases of diarrhea due to other infections, but um, we do know that at least part of that is caused by cholera. Okay. If someone has cholera or any of the other diseases that it could be, do you treat them in the same way? Yes. So all diarrheal disease is really treated in the same way. And the most important aspect of treatment is rehydration. With cholera in particular, people can become rapidly dehydrated um, because it can be um, you know, a, a very rapidly developing disease and you can um, expel a lot of fluid stool. So it's very important for people living in, you know, communities in the areas where there have been confirmed cholera cases um, that should, you know, someone in the community develop diarrhea and particularly if they're having many loose stools and are vomiting and unable to keep liquids down, that they must go to um, a healthcare facility. Where do these diseases come from? How do they end up in a water system? I mean, I, I've always associated cholera with flooding, you know, because that's where we see so many outbreaks. So, I mean, almost all the diarrheal diseases 
are, are spread through um, contaminated water. And um, the origin of that is in um, water that becomes contaminated with feces. Uh, because these organisms are, are shed in the feces of infected people. So the poop from infected people um, lands up uh, in sewage or um, and, and then somehow that sewage then contaminates water sources and then uh, other people will drink that water or use it for cooking. So um, that's how most diarrheal diseases are spread. Um, it's through your water that's become contaminated with fecal matter. Um, it's interesting that this has happened through this system because, I mean, I would imagine the first thing of any water purification works is to stop this. A little bit of chlorine would probably do the trick if you were working properly, if the system was working properly. So when you have optimally functioning sanitation, and um, water treatment and reticulation and supply, then yes, you shouldn't get cholera at all. Um, cholera is, um, you know, the, the, the bacterium itself is um, very susceptible to standard disinfection methods. So if you are having adequately treated water and the is no breach in the water system whereby it can become contaminated with sewage or um, contaminated groundwater, for example, then you shouldn't have uh, cholera in your water supply. So if you are in Haman's Kraal and you're in a situation where you've got the water from the tap and you boil it, will that be enough to, to protect you and your family? Definitely. So boiling and also using household bleach to to treat your water before you you use it for drinking or cooking um, is is effective at eliminating cholera bacteria and uh, you know all the other bacteria and viruses that that cause diarrheal disease. So that's what members of the public are urged to do: to either boil their water before using it for cooking and drinking or treat it with household bleach. Um, and you, I know, will be doing samples and testing and all the rest. Those samples take a little while to come back, so it'll be a little while before we know. But, I mean, in the meantime, we're going to treat it as cholera. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Gino, Dr. Juno Thomas, thank you, head of the Centre for Enteric Diseases at the National Institute of Communicable Diseases.